Hello, everyone, and welcome to Winning the Week with Kylie and Shannon. Uh, Shannon, we have another special guest. I say it every time, but I am really so excited. <laughs> How does this keep happening? The Lord keeps blessing us like he this. He does. We must be. I think, well, I'm going to say I'm his favorite. I, I think we all are. I think he loves <laughs> us all very, very much. We are happy to welcome Pastor Denise Renner again with Yay, us in person this person. time. Oh, my goodness. Thank We're you. not oceans away right. <laughs> so thank you for coming thank you for having me kylie and i'm not staring at the green dot <laughs> on the screen <laughs> I, I, i'm such a people person i want to look at their eyes when I, I i'm know. talking to them and you have to look at the green dot uh, it's the green right. dot and then wonder if the russian internet was if it was I, you guys yeah. or if it was yeah, us we right. didn't know we were yes. trying to figure yeah. it out yeah but it worked I it guess. worked right. i'm so good glad and and i'm so glad that you took the trip to come you've you've been you guys have been traveling the states and ministering for the last we got here on the 9th of january okay and and we've been traveling around ever since no moss grows on the feet of those that are called to carry the good news (laughs) it's so true i i just think about you know mimi sister billy she's 80 what four now and she's she's, fed up she's she's going faster now than she she did when she turned 80 Wow. She's like, well, she said on our call, we had a call today and she said on our call, well, you know what? My mortal body, he's just going to have to quicken it. Amen. And that's where I take that too. He just has to quicken our mortal bodies. That's right. In Jesus name. Well, no moss has been growing under your feet because you have written this phenomenal Phenomenal. book. Thank you. We, before you were on last time, we both read it and just, we're like, we, this is our heart. It's our whole heart. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. So I really appreciate it. Um, so tell us about it. Tell us about why you wrote it and, and what your heart was in, in all of that. Well, I really wrote it because I wanted to be unstoppable and <laughs> I was good looking for ways, you know, but, but he lives in us. Mm-hmm. And so, so as we're trying to serve him and the obstacles are coming against us to try to uh, squelch mm-hmm. the God that's on the inside of us and that and we find out that unforgiveness and fear and uh, people's negative opinions can absolutely hinder mm-hmm. if we listen to it right what right. God has put on the inside of us right. and so <clears throat> I met up with all three of them fear offense <laughs> personally neg- huh? yeah, all the major <laughs> opinions <laughs> I, yeah I've had acquaintance with them <laughs> and <laughs> we shook and we shaken hands yeah yeah, yeah that's uh, right and um and parted friends mm-hmm. and <laughs> I understand uh, and and I've just saw that the word of God it's packed it's filled with examples of of those who went before us and ignored the negative opinions and mm-hmm. forgave and forgave and forgave and mm-hmm. forgave and 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 escaped things that would bring great fear mm-hmm. and and so i just saw that and i said well jesus this is my pathway and and I want to I want to write about this because probably if I'm facing these things, probably somebody else is too. True, because you know he's no respecter of persons. That that old dumb devil, he doesn't respect you more than he respects the mom that's listening right now no. as she's cleaning no. her kitchen or right. whatever she's doing. He he goes after the same. He uses the same tactics. Yeah. 
and he's intimidated by the God that's inside of us. Oh, that's and he I wants love to that. just keep keep that down. If he can just keep that down, mm-hmm. then he's winning, you know? Yeah. But when we recognize who's in us, and I mean truly, he is the greater one. Absolutely. He is right. greater than anything that comes against us. Mm-hmm. Then and we agree with that, wah, then we have power. Oh. That is the key though. That's the key. We have to agree with it. Come on, give us an example that the Lord kind of highlighted in the word of a woman that or uh, that really dealt with some of the same things that we're dealing with. Well, I love the Canaanite woman and, you know, because she was from Canaan and they they are idol worshipers. And and uh, she and the Bible says she had a severely demon possessed girl mm. and. That's not written in any of the other Gospels like that. Only about the Canaanites with a daughter. Huh. Severely demonized, it says. Mm. So I thought, oh gosh, this mother, she's trying to take care of, you know, survive with a little girl. Possibly she's foaming at the mouth. Possibly she's trying to cut herself. Possibly she's screaming all the time. I mean, we don't know what this little girl was going through and this mother. And then it says that she heard about Jesus. Well, so she she comes into the audience of Jesus. And, um, and the first thing that happens is she cries out, you know, for help. And then, then the next thing that happens is uh, Jesus says, uh, I wasn't sent. I wasn't sent to you. <sighs> Could you imagine? Sheesh. And then the next thing that happens was the disciples, they try to shoo her away. Right. This woman, she has opportunity to be offended and discouraged from the minute she opens her mouth for help. It's so true in that rejection right there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would have just stopped and said, there's no use, I know. no hope. No, not this one. Mm. And um, then the Bible says that she um, she's asking for help. And then she does something that's so amazing. She worships him. That is amazing. And when I when I saw that, I thought, you know, when we worship the Lord, we are denying everything else. We're denying our Mm. doubt. We're denying our uh, discouragement. We're denying. We're denying our pride. We're denying everything, and we're saying, Lord, I don't have the answer here. She really didn't have the answer. Mm -hmm. And when she said, Lord, help me, that's all she said. Lord, help me. And then it says she worshipped him. That she was, she was saying, "I don't have any. I don't have another answer." Mm-hmm. And it's when we come to that place, I don't have another answer, mm-hmm. that we really receive from him. Mm-hmm. And even today, I was thinking about her, this man talking about his wife, and she's so sick. I mean, he was going on about the medication she's on and all this, and and I thought. The God, it, they clearly see that they're not finding the answer with the medicine. Mm-hmm. You're the only answer. Mm-hmm. Right. And this woman, she was willing to lay down everything to receive the answer. And then when 
when she's still crying out for help, Jesus says, uh, you know, I wasn't sent to any, anybody but the lost sheep of Israel. Yeah. And then she says, uh, and then he says, uh, chill, the, the healing is the children's bread. Mm-hmm. Well, she knows she's not a child, mm-hmm. but I think Jesus was setting her up. I think so, too. Because he knew that the dogs are under the table mm-hmm. and they do get the crumbs. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about bread. Mm -hmm. And she's so desperate, she would take crumbs. Mm -hmm. And out of her mouth comes, but Lord, even the dogs get the crumbs. Mm She was saying, I'm going to get what you have. I no matter what. what. No matter that what. doesn't matter. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's when That's we right. get it. That's when we get it. Yeah. Is when, is when it's, it's a no matter what. It's no matter what. It's no matter what. Hmm. And it's no matter, okay, Lord, I, I, I throw away my fear. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. And, and I forgive everybody. Right. <laughs> I'm willing to forgive everybody. Right. Because who's it stopping? Yes, and it's only stopping. It's only stopping us from receiving Him, him. which is is what everybody needs. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Oh, that's so good. And of course, you know, Jesus said, "Be it unto you according, according to, your, to faith. your faith." And her daughter, her severely demon possessed daughter, mm-hmm. was healed in that very and hour immediately. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting too. You think about it. she could have been offended by the fact. Well, he, you know, I I don't fit the mold. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. She could have just stopped there and just you know, like you said, she could have just hung it up right there. It won't it won't be me. But instead of that, she still worshipped him. Yeah. She still worshipped him. Even when it kind of looked like he was dogging her at first, yes, no pun intended. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but he, she still worshipped him, her, and that that's absolutely amazing. And you me. know, she did at the time she worshipped. She hadn't received anything. True. That's good. Not one thing has Not she gotten at thing. that point. It's that there's no nothing looks good at this point, but she worshipped him. So that tells us that even in the middle of us not necessarily seeing our any answered prayer or whatever, yeah. worship is still a major key to that. Oh, yes, because that's the place of our faith. Mm-hmm. And, and the Lord was showing me lately that our problem, our sickness, our poverty, whatever it is, it's very real. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the miracles, very, very, very real. These are very real substances, right? Mm-hmm. But in the middle is our faith. Mm-hmm. And our, that place of faith is as real as the miracle, is as real as the problem. And we're just passing through our faith, our faith. We're staying in there, staying in there, mm-hmm. staying in there, Whole staying steady. in there, right. staying in there, and passing through right to the miracle. That's so good. But it's a real place. Yeah. Right? The place of faith yeah. is a real place. It's a real place. I remember I was one of Pastor Real um, Pastor Rick's book. It might have been in one of the Sparkling Gems, and he talks about like it's a it's almost like a geographical location. Yeah. 
I even know the Greek word. Okay, go ahead. To- <laughs> topos. Do it. It's the Greek word topos. Yes. <laughs> but it wow. is. It's a real place. It's a real place. And that's where right. we got to stay. And, and, and that's what that woman did when she worshipped him. She wasn't giving up. She, she worshipped him, said, you, I don't have another answer. That's Lord, right. help me. Yeah. You know, it cost her something. Mm-hmm. You know, she was willing to, like you said, she was willing to lay down everything, what she looked like, her reputation. She got to the point where none of that mattered anymore uh-uh. mm-hmm. but him. And she didn't care about what those disciples thought either. She didn't. Because they already told her, shoo her away. That's right. Get her out of here. Yeah. Right. I was thinking about that unrestrained boldness yeah. that it talks about in Acts 4. And in the Passion, it's in Acts 4, 31, but it's, the latter part of it says, each one of them is filled with the Holy Spirit, and they proclaim the word of God with unrestrained boldness. Now, these are people that knew Jesus. Now, we're talking about a lady that did not. Mm-hmm. But that unrestrained boldness right there, I believe the Greek word, parisia, Hopefully I said it right. (laughs) But it says it involves more than confidence. It was a free-flowing, unrestrained boldness, also meaning freedom of speech. But it says the person who speaks with Parisia will say everything that is on his mind with no restraint, flowing out of his heart with confidence. Mm. Now you think about this lady. She spoke to him with unrestrained boldness. She didn't care what the disciple said. She didn't care that he even kind of rebuked her and pushed her to the side. Mm -mm. With confidence, out of her mouth, she spoke from her heart, basically saying, you are all I got. Yeah. That's right. I've done everything else, (laughs) and this is it. This is it. You can't help me. Bucko. Right. (laughs) Right. But I was thinking about that. I'm like, she operated in something Mm -hmm. that she knew not of. Mm-hmm. She didn't know this about unrestrained boldness, but yet she operated in it because that desperation, yeah. that that worshiping, that crying out, knowing he was her only answer. Yeah. I love that. And there's so many women like that today. That's right. They've looked everywhere. Looked everywhere. They've tried everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I used to listen to some some people would say, Okay, you're going to get your answer if you're just about to drown and you reach your hand. <laughs> like, man. Uh, well, that's not very comforting. I, can't, no. I couldn't get my heart or head around mm-hmm. that. Right. But then I came to a place where he was my only answer. He was it. Yeah. And I said, I said, God, I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving from here. Yeah. I am going to get what I came for. Yeah. And... That just, that's faith. It is faith. That's faith. It's faith. That pleases him. Right. Yeah. And the key to getting to that place, though, is she had to walk in, not number one, not being offended. Right. Number two, if she was offended, she had to get her heart right and forgive pretty quickly right there. Really, really quickly. Let's talk about uh, unforgiveness for a little bit. Okay. Because I know it's it's a big part of... Uh, what you share in Unstoppable and how that has that hinders people. It does. Um, 
the one reason I wrote about unforgiveness so much is because I had my own experience with it Mm -hmm. for about two years I didn't know how to get out of it actually I didn't even know I was unforgiving I just thought this other person needed to change just way wrong (laughs) just wrong and I'm way right (laughs) so and uh but I wouldn't let go of the Lord I mean I was having all kinds of symptoms in my body my my hands were painfully cold all the time. My feet were painfully cold all the time. I even had three panic attacks. Mm. I mean, that's awful. Here I am a leader, and, I, and I, I'm having a panic attack. What is a panic attack? Well, I guess this is it. Mm-hmm. And then I had fear, great fear, like a vice over my mm. mind. It was tormenting. It was very tormenting. And... And I was crying out to the Lord, but I, but I didn't know that I was in unforgiveness. And, but I wouldn't let go. And I remember after seeking him over and over and over again, I mean, every day, um, it was the middle of the night. Of course, I had sleepless nights a lot, too. Mm-hmm. So I had a hold of the sink, and I said, um, I said, God, I don't know what is going on. But uh, I am not letting go of you. I won't let go of you. And I was saying, basically, I'm not stopping. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was a couple of weeks later, and I had an understanding that I I had unforgiveness, and I understood that I was supposed to verbalize forgiveness to someone and release mm-hmm. them. And I did it, and the Lord said that when you do this, you're going to wake up. In the, when you do this, you're going to wake up in a different world. Mm-hmm. I went. I so I verbalized it. I went to bed. I woke up the next morning. I was completely, completely delivered. My hands were normal. My feet were normal. My mind was normal. Wow. I had no more fear. Was completely set free. It was like like Jesus put His invisible hand inside of my heart, and He pulled out all the bitter. You know they have yeah. t- tentacles. Yeah, so yeah. bitterness. Yeah, does. it does. And it grows, and as long as you hide it and don't tell anybody, and all of that, and it keeps in the dark. Mm-hmm. It gets darker. Yeah. And so those tentacles are growing down in my soul. That's what was producing all that stuff in my body, and He just took His invisible hand and just took out. Every tentacle, every trace of bitterness, every trace of fear, all of it, right out of my heart. Wow. And I woke up the next day completely delivered. Wow. And that's why I talk about forgiveness so much. So much. Because I know that unforgiveness is a trap. It can make you sick. Mm-hmm. It can steal your not just your joy, it can steal the call of God in your life. Right. Mm. It can steal mm. relationship after relationship. Like you can come into another relationship, but because you haven't forgiven the relationship that was before it, you put your ideas about that first relationship on that second relationship. It, right. it, it puts um, sunglasses on it, so to speak, and you see through the eyes of offense mm-hmm. and <clears throat> through unforgiveness. Right. One woman 
uh, <clears throat> many years ago, she um, she told me that um, she was she was in her second marriage, and so we were talking and getting to know each other and just freedom. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, I said, well, what happened to your first marriage? So she said she was saved, and she married this guy, and he became an alcoholic and abusive, and he abused her son so much that it affected him mentally. Oh, man. So she's, like, really in pain and mm-hmm. bitterness and unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. So she marries again. She's saved. And now the Holy Spirit says, you got to forgive. She's like, how do I forgive? She sees her son. Right. He's, he's every, in, day. every day. Every uh-huh. day. And she was cleaning out her house, and she had all this trash, and there was this great big pile of trash. And she thought, I'm done, you know, I'm finished. And then she saw this little piece of paper, and she went, oh, she was getting ready to scoot it over there to the other trash. And the Lord said, you see that big pile of trash? She said, yes. And that little little piece of paper, well, that pile of trash is what you owed me, the debt of sin that you owed me, and that piece of paper, that's what your ex-husband owes you. Wow. Oh, my. (laughs) She forgave. Her son got healed. Oh, my goodness. You see, because forgiveness opens heaven up, not only to our lives, but our whole household. Oh, my goodness. It's powerful. It's a it, it's a potential life changer. Uh, that is. one little thing. It is not that it's little, yeah. but you know what I mean it by is. that. What would you say to someone who's listening right now who who has that on the inside of them? Oh, I would say, you know, I have no condemnation because I lived in it for so long. But I would say that Jesus said, if we don't forgive, he won't forgive us. That sounds like a really tall order and almost unfair, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Because when you got born again, he put the love of God in your heart Mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. The very love that God loves Jesus with is the same love that's in your heart right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. And it's as we agree with that power of the love of God on the inside of us. And we give that to somebody else because he gave it to us. We can free them and we can free ourselves. Jesus Jesus did it with his own blood. It was never his will for us to live in bitterness and unforgiveness. I know that because I was. Never his will, but his will is forgiveness and reconciliation. That's what God did for us through Jesus. We were offenders of God, and Jesus came with his blood, and he reconciled us to God. And with that power of love that's on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit, that is how we can release other people and we can be reconciled. Yes. The love's already in you to do it. It's none of your own power. It's the power of love. I remember, um, I don't know if you know much of my testimony, but um, I was molested as a child from six to eight years old. And it really, and I kept it a secret because he said, you know, he would kill um, 
anybody who knew. And uh, that's a, a tall order that's for awful. a little girl to hold on to. I'm sorry that happened to you. And uh, I knew, I, it, my mom did a really wonderful job of creating an atmosphere of peace in our home. She didn't know what was going on with me, but she knew how to create that. And so the um, effects of that time in my life did not start really popping up until I got out of the home. Because I didn't know how to cultivate peace wherever I was, um, my own self. So then I start having, um, signs of depression and anxiety and, um, start, I started having my first suicidal thought my freshman year in college and, um, came down a, a line of time, three suicide attempts later, a stay in the, in the mental facility for a while. Um, I was homeless. I was, um, just all of the things. And I, I got to a place where on my, my last attempt, um, they put me in 24 hour hold in the facility and I was homeless at the time. So I thought, well, at least I'll have like a warm place to stay, you know, like a warm bed. No, I was in this room. I got a wood chair and a blanket and I was scared. And I pulled my chair to the farthest, farthest corner of the room. And I sat there and I thought, this is not me. Like, this is not real Kylie. All of these things that are going on on the inside of me. I, I knew my spirit knew enough. This wasn't really me. But I knew that the way out of that rat race in my mind was only because I had to forgive that man. Mm. From six-year-old Kylie, I had to forgive him and I didn't know how. And I told God, okay, I can't, Kylie can't do this but your love can help me do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, and I really had no training in forgiveness as far as, you know, that goes. Um, but I knew I could forgive him by faith. And if I went to that place, like we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. that place of faith, mm -hmm. and I went there in my heart and I said, Lord, I can't do it, but you can in me. And so every time I thought about it, I just said, I forgive, I forgive him. I forgive. Did I feel like in my heart I forgive? Uh -huh. No. You know, like really. Yeah. Did I did I still have the pictures and the images? Yes. But every time I thought about it, every time it came up, I just said, I forgive him. By faith, I forgive him. By faith, I forgive him. And I believe that that was the turning point in not only me being set free, but also the Lord giving me the revelation of winning the mind battle, which is now the whole thing that my... I didn't even know I was going to have a ministry, you know, let alone like write books and things, you know, like that was never a thing. But I, I think that moment right there of, I'm just going to forgive him by faith. And I saw those scales start falling off of me as well. I start, I started having clarity in my mind. Mm -hmm. I start the suicidal thoughts stopped. And I think it was the, the foundation of everything else. I had to renew my mind. I had to grow, you know, all of those things, but it was the foundation of, of breakthrough in my own life. That's powerful. And it got me where I am today. And I knew someone, um, I read after said, you know, you've actually forgiven them whenever you can think about them and there's no emotional attachment to the situation anymore. And so I, I asked the Lord, I was like, okay, I, how do I know? I, I think I've forgiven him now, you know, like, uh. but I really need to know. And there was a wedding and he was there and I'm a, an adult at this point and my, I had compassion. Compassion came up out of me 
I felt sorry for the dude, you know? And I was like, that's when I knew that forgiveness had really truly happened. And so if he's done it for me, if he's done it for you, and Shannon's had her own experience Mm -hmm. with that. She had a severely abusive father Mm -hmm. and other things. You know, you were talking about, I I hadn't even thought about this until you said it. And I thought, wow, because when I was in my early 20s, my mom and dad got divorced when I was 18, and I was so happy. I, I know that sounds terrible, but <laughs> I really was because he was, you know, terrible with my mother, and and so I was happy about it, and because uh, I just thought there's relief, you know, and um, I got saved when I was 12, wasn't walking with the Lord, you know, I was 18, and um, didn't really know how to at that point, so I go off to college, and I started getting sick, early 20s, I had um, some tumors taken out of different places. There were spots on my colon. Just, I mean, within two years, I had had five surgeries as a young 20 something. Yeah. <coughs> and when you said it, it made you sick or was causing sickness to manifest in your body, I hadn't even thought about that until just right now. Huh. Because at that point, I don't think I had forgiven him. Mm-hmm. And then later on, um, I went to him. The Holy Spirit, t- when I got back with the Lord, the Holy Spirit told me, he said, I want you to go go to him. Not just call or anything. I want you to go to him and forgive him. And I remember driving to his house that day, and I was, I was my whole body was shaking, you know, because I hadn't seen him in a long time. And uh, I, I went, and he opened the door, and he's like, what are you doing here? You know, and I thought, I'm not turning back now. Let's get this done so I can get out of here, you know. And uh, anyway, I, I just looked him straight in the eye and I said, I'm just here to tell you I love you and I forgive you. And he was speechless. He didn't know what to do with it. And and I said, you know, uh, that's all I came here for and I'll see you later. Because I knew it would probably be, the, I figured it would probably be the last time I saw him. I didn't know. But after that, I didn't have any, now that I'm thinking, about it, I didn't have any more trouble in my body. I wasn't sick anymore. I, I, just nothing. But now putting two and two together, I'm like, that's what was probably was causing all that, that sickness in my body was that, because mine went beyond unforgiveness. I hated him. Yeah. Hated the man. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that had taken root in my heart mm-hmm. and um, manifested all that stuff coming in my body. And um, then once I forgave him, that's when I started, you know, uh, like the love of God um, could flow out of my heart toward people. You know, like you were saying, that compassion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was all stopped up in there because of the bitterness and the hatred and the unforgiveness. And so it's amazing to me how, you know, one of the things that you talk about is how it can stop your destiny, your the call of God on your life. And at the time, like you, I didn't know I had one. Right. But I can look back now and and see how exactly that would happen because you're wrapped up in that thing. It's got, it's it's wrapped you up and you're wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you, you don't know how to get out of it. And uh, I wouldn't have known how to get out of it had it not been the Holy Spirit quickening me to say, this is the issue. You need to go and forgive him. Here's the good news to all of our listeners. We have three Mm -hmm. examples sitting around this little table in this little room Mm 
of how forgiveness tried to stop us. Unforgiveness tried to stop us. But three examples around this little table of how no matter the severity of the situation, there's nothing that has happened to you that is too hard. That's right. right. For the Holy Ghost to help you forgive, to set you free to what your destiny is and what he's called you to do. Nothing too hard. Not too far gone. Not too far gone. Abused as a child, abused as a child, whatever situation Pastor Denise has gone through. And I mean, Lord knows in ministry, when you're out there, people, they'll do all kinds of things to you. God love them. We're in the people business, but they, the devil's mean. He's been mean to you, but that does not mean that you have to walk around in the, the torment that this has done to you for the rest of your life. Would you pray for our listeners, Pastor Denise? I just feel an anointing coming upon that. Father, we just thank you for your presence that's here right now. I do believe that your presence is touching those that are listening. I just want to encourage you just to open up your heart. Maybe you want to open up your hands and just say to the Lord, Lord, you know, you know what they did. You know what happened to me. You know what I've been through. And Lord, right now, by faith, just like Kylie said, by faith, Lord, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to say it right now. I forgive them. I forgive them. I let them go. That's very powerful. That's very powerful. Your words are very powerful. You can be free. You don't have to be in that prison or hold that other person in that prison. You're not responsible for them. But God's given you a chance to live on this earth and and to to have happy days and happy relationships and powerful life. And you don't want that unforgiveness or bitterness to get in there and clutter things up when you have the very love of God on the inside of you to flow out of you and set yourself free and set them free. Thank you, Father. Lord, your word says that the testimony, that it it defeats the devil. Mm-hmm. And we've had three of them here, Lord. Mm-hmm. I believe that that power is, is, is setting others free. That testimony. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the power. Thank you, Father. For power power that's delivered on this that's program great. right Thank now. Thank you, Father. To those precious people who are listening. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, it's tangible oh, to you yeah. wherever you are yes, right now yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, it is. Thank you, Father. Yes, that's his grace. That's his mercy over you right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. It's not his will for you to be in that prison at all. Oh, thank you, Father. I, I just see a um a woman and she's either right in the middle of a divorce or is newly divorced. And I, I, I just see you right now and you've been tied up in this. And I want to encourage you. Your ex-husband is not your problem. He's not the problem. The Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but a principalities powers, 
might dominion every name that is named. So the enemy's trying to use him to rob you from what you are destined to do. And I encourage you right now to draw a line in the sand. And whether that's on your hardwood floor in your house or in your, on the carpet, draw a line right there and step over and say, I refuse to be imprisoned by this another day in my life. Because out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks and that water coming out of you is affecting your children. And so I encourage you right now in Jesus name to go ahead and say what Pastor Denise said over and over and over. I forgive. I let it go right now in Jesus name. And forgive yourself. Oh, yeah. A lot of times I know after my divorce, I held unforgiveness toward myself. Felt like a failure. Felt like I'd failed my children, even though it was the right decision at the time. Um, But I had unforgiveness to myself because I really did. I felt like I failed. But I had to forgive myself with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's can be easier to forgive someone else than it is because we are, I think we're our own worst critic and we're very hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I just, I heard that very clearly that it's okay. Mm-hmm. You need to forgive yourself and have great grace to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and extend that to yourself and go easy on you. Because I, I wasn't, you know, I was, the enemy can be a very hard taskmaster for you on yourself. He will try to pick you apart. He will try to have you, you know, the, the word says we reason together mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. And, um, but he would like to pick you apart and show you everything that's wrong with you and everything. But that's not the way God sees you. That's not the way Jesus sees you. He loves you no matter where you've been, what you've done, who you are. He loves you unconditionally. Yes. And I love that about him is that he loved us enough to not leave us like we were. Yes. Because his love would never fail us. Yes. And for that person that we're talking to right now that has experienced divorce, he loves you as much today as he did before you even were born on this planet. And that there is n- absolutely nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Jesus name. That's, Jesus name. That's right. That power. The blood is so powerful. Oh, so the powerful. blood is so powerful. It's speaking from heaven right now mm, of of our redemption, mm. of our of our freedom, of yes. our peace, of our joy. Thank you, Father. It, 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 and and I see somebody, and it's like chains are falling yes, off of you yes. right now. You, and they're real. Those chains are real. Yes, yes. They're yes. falling to the ground. Right yes. Now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Oh, that's what Mm. his blood did. It came to deliver us. Oh, thank you, Father. Set us free. Ha, ha, ha. Give you glory. And you're going to get your laugh back. That's right. And you're going to get your smile back. (laughs) And and maybe you have even, I know some people have compartmentalized themselves. Well, that was the old me. This is the new me. No, you're you're not going to know yourself because you're going to be so happy. Your happiness Mm. is coming back to you now Mm. in Jesus name. In Mm. Jesus name. He's the restorer Mm. of our soul.
We thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. Great is the Lord. We worship you. Yes, Lord, we do worship we you. We worship you. There's no one like you, Lord. I'm so like you, Jesus. I encourage you, wherever you are, pull up your Amazon, pull up your Apple books, pull up your however you read books and get Pastor Denise's Unstoppable. Denise Renner, it's available everywhere, anywhere. I really enjoyed your audio book. Actually, really, yes, ma'am. I really loved hearing your own voice. Thank you. It really like because you know that's how I read most of the time now because you know I got two little ones, so it's a thing. Um, And I just loved hearing your voice and your uh, the emotion behind it and just the passion of you helping these women through your book. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Absolutely, it was wonderful. And we again, we love you so much. We thank you for being on the podcast and it's just such an honor, such an honor. And the next time Amy goes to Russia, I'm going to have her pack me and I'll go with her. And right in that suitcase. <laughs> right <she> in <laughs> okay. We love you so much. We'll see you next week here on Winning the Week.